Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is I Speak Human. Hello, welcome back to I Speak Human. Today is a really special episode because I am doing a forecast of 2021. So I've had a lot of requests for this particular episode and I contemplated not doing it at all. And I'll tell you why. Because when you look at the energy of an entire year and we start breaking it apart, it's really easy to start trying to figure out, okay, how is that going to play out in my life? And oh my gosh, what's going to happen then? And you don't even have all of the pieces of the story. And you're looking at the end of the story and you're trying to figure out how everything resolves. So for me personally, when I look at the entire year of 2021, piece by piece and go through it month by month, it gives me a lot of anxiety. (laughs) And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. There's plenty of amazing astrologers that do it. And I, you know, commend them because it's very tedious to go through an entire year and give a forecast for it. Um, However, I find as I was starting to prepare that type of an episode, I ran into a lot of resistance internally because I was finding myself getting stressed out and I was like, I don't know if it's the best thing for us to know all of the pieces that are going to happen before they even happen and all all the stories and the way that things can play out. Because when we don't have all the information, we can create a lot of anxiety for ourselves. But what I did want to do, so what I decided to shift to do is instead, rather than focusing on what's going on month to month for the collective, rather doing an overview of the entire year for each individual rising sign. So it's going to be a lot more specific and catered to you. So I'm going to spend roughly 10 minutes, maybe even a little bit less, going over each of the rising signs, Um, actually probably a lot bit less, probably more around five minutes, going over each of the rising signs and where what is going to be happening for that rising sign over the course of 2021 and some of the themes that are going to be showing up over the course of 2021. So I wanted to, and so I'll kind of explain to you how that works. So in astrology, there are 12 houses. And our first house, we call that our ascendant is in that house in the whole sign house system, which is what I use. So when we start with, we start with the first house, and that is our rising sign. And then you go around in order of the zodiac wheel around the 12 houses, and that's how you get. So if your ascendant is in Leo, like mine is, your first house is Leo, your second house is going to be Virgo, because that's the zodiac sign directly following Leo, just like in the calendar year. Your third house is going to be Libra, your fourth house is going to be Scorpio, your fifth house is going to be Sagittarius, your sixth house is going to be Capricorn, your seventh house is going to be Aquarius, your eighth house is going to be Pisces, your ninth house is going to be Sagittarius, your 10th house is going to be Aries, your 11th house will be Taurus, and your finally your 12th house, or oh, sorry, your 10th house is Taurus. Lord, I got that really far off. 
So your 10th house is Taurus, your 11th house is Gemini, and then your 12th house is Cancer. So I'm doing that all from memory. So I got a little lost on where I was on the chart. But so you can see there's a consecutive order of the zodiac signs. And so that's the same for everyone's chart, but we all start on a different rising sign. So we start on one of the, so it's going to be one of the 12. So when we know what the rising sign is, the reason that I can kind of tell you, okay, so for instance, Aries rising, these are the themes that are going to be showing up throughout the year for you. Even though I don't know all the planets that are in your chart, I don't know where your sun is, I don't know where your moon is, I still know the energy that is going through that area of your life throughout 2021. So for instance, um, we'll take Leo, for example, you guys will just get a double dose because it's my chart. So Leo, for example, um, the seventh. So I know a really impactful house this year is going to be the house that's ruled by Aquarius. And that's true for everyone's chart. So Aquarius is a super, super important house this year. And whatever house that that it rules. And for me, Aquarius rules the seventh house of one on one partnership, relationships, um, and having to do with the other, also about balance, um, about fairness, it can have to do with marriage, but themes around connecting relationally with somebody one-on-one, -on -one. it can also represent my client, so doing like chart readings. Um, and so that's true for all Leo Risings. Now, I have certain placements in my seventh house that are different than other people's, so that's going to show up different than my partner, who's also a Leo Rising. It'll show up a little different for me that it's going to show up for him. Um, and I have, I know several Leo risings and they, we, they all have different planets in the seventh house. So it's going to show up differently. Not everyone's going to be, so that's where that variety comes in, but the themes are still coming up. So, and, and we can do that with every single sign. So that's kind of how I can know that like, okay, so for Leo rising, relationships are going to be a really big deal this year. And one-on-one -on -one relationships, partnerships, balance and fairness in relation, you know, the the subject of marriage may come up, um, but anything that's creating stability to um, an existing relationship is also a very seventh house, but just issues concerning that. Um, so, and so I know that that's going to be a theme. And then I'm also going to look at, so I'm going to do this through all the rising signs. I'm also going to look at um, where Taurus is in the chart and where Scorpio is as well as Leo because the fixed signs, those are all fixed signs, um, those are all going to be super highlighted this year. So if you are a fixed rising sign, you're going to have a pretty dynamic, honestly, next three years, but this year for sure. Um it's going to kick that off for sure. So we'll get more into that later. But so if you do not know your time of birth, um, your rising sign is probably not going to be accurate unless you're honestly, even if you're a few minutes, the rising sign changes more than anything else in the entire chart. It changes like every hour, like hour and a half. Um, so it really does, like if, for instance, if I was born 20 minutes earlier, I would be a cancer rising. So it really does make a big difference. And those cutoffs are random. Um, I mean, they have a pattern, but they're, they're different every day. So if you don't know your exact time, um, this may not be 
as accurate for you. You can listen for your moon sign. You can listen for your sun sign, but it's not going to be as accurate unless you know your rising sign, your accurate rising sign. So get that, put that into there. I always have a link in my Instagram to get your chart to download it in Whole Sign Housing. Look what your rising sign is and then tune in to um, your rising sign. And it's also fun to know like your friends. So like um, if you know your friends charts, you can look at theirs as well. And I like to keep a collection of charts in my phone because then I can refer back and be like, oh yeah, this person who's a Libra rising and this person who's a Capricorn rising. And um, it helps you learn astrology. So let's start with Aries rising. So Aries, over the past year, there's really three years, there's been a big emphasis on your career. There could have been some setbacks to your career. There could have been changes. Um, but you've really been, your career has been a super, super big focus. And it's about to shift from your house of career to your house of friends and your community. So you may notice that over the next year, couple years, that you're really looking at who your friends are and what kind of connection you want with them. You may dwindle your friends down. You may um, get a smaller friend group. You may change friends. But if friendships last this time and also if they're developed during this time, it's it's potential to be a really beneficial long-term friendship. Um, the tensions that you may be going through this year – um, are you may be feeling a tension between your community and your friends and also your values and money. So maybe you're trying, so I'm going to give like a few examples of how this could translate. Maybe you're trying to get your mindset around money a lot clearer and a lot better. And you are around a lot of friends who have really like poverty mindsets, lack mentality, and you're realizing that you're going to kind of adjust your friend group um, to incorporate people that are wanting to grow and expand. So that could be like a way that that plays out. And um, another area of potential tension, um, I wouldn't say it may be highlighted throughout the year. I wouldn't use the word tension, but another place that could be highlighted throughout this year for you is your fifth house, which is ruled by Leo. And that's your house of creativity. It's your house of children. It's your house of self-expression. So especially this summer, you may notice that there is a push in your um, around um, June 11th to July 29th, you may notice that there's like a boost or an intensity to your creativity. Um, you may, um, if you have children, you may notice that your children are extra energetic around that time or maybe even un maybe injure themselves or like more rambunctious than usual. Um, but there's, there's an energizing to your fifth house of creativity, self-expression. Um, so, you may notice that and and you may see that there is a tension there again between your friends and creativity or your friends and children and maybe there is an you know or and also 11th house can represent society so it can also be maybe a tension between what society thinks that you should do about children and what you think you should do about children. So just because I say, oh, it's the house that's ruled by children, it doesn't mean you're going to have children. It can. It absolutely can indicate that you're going to have a child 
or get pregnant around that time. But it can also indicate that there's like a decision made around having a child or something significant happens with one of your children. Um, so it's just the theme. And then another area that uh, may is going to be activated and energized this year is your eighth house, which is the house. It's other people's money. It's debt. It's secrets. It's also... Um, it's when, when I say other people's money, like this can be like investing. This can also be like your partner. Um, so your partner's money or um, and debt and taxes. It also represents death and rebirth. So it's a really transformative house. It's also kind of a, a witchy house. So you can kind of get into some darker things in the eighth house. So it could even be like all of a sudden you're super interested in like horror movies and watching horror, which would make sense because it actually is around Halloween, October 20th through December 13th. Um, but you just may be a little bit more attracted to the dark side and willing to even explore your shadow side. Um, and again, this could be causing tension or friction between your in your community. So there, those are the themes that are, but I would say the big house that I would focus on this year would be my community, would be my friendships. And then also pay attention to how, um, what's your relationship with creativity this year? Because even though those transits will happen at certain points, if you will get ahead of those and go, okay, these are important houses, even if you don't remember the dates, even if you don't know all that, just be like, okay, these are four really important areas of my life this year. Your top priority, I would say, is your relationships, your friendships, your community, your society, your network. So this could even be, yeah, the community of people that you belong to or your clients or how society is seeing you, how the greater whole is seeing you. Um, so you're going to have a lot of energy there. And then you're also going to have a lot of energy in your in your finance houses. So your finances, your partner's finances, um, your taxes, your debt, how you make money, what you value, what you spend your money on, and then also self-expression, creativity, and children, and also romance and play. So all of those things, all of those themes may be highlighted for you this year. And you'll probably notice, you probably already are aware of that, maybe at least one of them, maybe not all four, but one, you're probably like, yes, I can see that. But it also, it's really interesting. Sometimes they'll weave themselves together into one overall theme and you can see the the different pieces of it. So if any of that resonates with you and you're an Aries rising, hit me up, tell me about it. Love to chat with you about it. I also did want to mention that the eclipses are going to be going through your third and your ninth house. Um, I'm not going to get too much into that just for the sake of time. I may go through and do an eclipse episode or like a mini bonus episode, but uh, that's Gemini and Sagittarius. So third house, it's communication. It's your car. It's your com- it's how you're thinking, how you're processing. It's your neighborhood. It's your siblings. And then your ninth house, long distance travel, philosophy, religion, higher education, writing novels. Third house would be like short blogs. So those things could be highlighted for you this year. Some of those themes could be highlighted for you as well. Okay, moving on. I don't know how much of this I'm going to get through. (laughs) This may end up being a two-parter because I'm going way more into detail than I was planning on. Um, But we'll see how we do. Moving on to Taurus rising. So... If you're a Taurus rising, that means that the big house for you this year is going to be your 10th house. So the 10th house is your house of career. It's 
um, how you are making money. It's it can also be your authority figure. Sometimes it can be seen as your, you know, even like your father, your relationship with your father. But it's 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 how you, yeah, go through the world and how you're seen by the world is your 10th house. Um, so for you, that's going to be that. Yeah, that's Taurus rising. It's going to be a really highlighted place for you this year. Um, you may notice some tension um, consistently throughout the year from your first house, actually, because you you have Uranus going through your first house. You ha- It has been for a while, but it's causing some disruption because it's squaring Aquarius. So you may notice that some themes going on with your physical body that are actually affecting your career um, or maybe or influencing your career. So it could even be that like you are showing you on Instagram, you're showing up and talking about body health, or you're a wellness coach. Um, and so something actually, or you're just starting to step into that. So actually a theme about your body is now beginning to influence your career. That could have even been going on for the past couple years, but it could get like a, a turbo boost right now. Um, and it can be all the way from that to, you know, becoming, getting ill, or you have high and low energy and so your career is changing or altering or maybe even suffering as a result of that you're also going to have your seventh house highlighted which is your house of one-on-one relationships your your partner um it can also be like clients if you work one-on-one with clients as like a life coach or um even something more like what i do with astrology um so there may be things come up for you around that Um, And then also home. So your house of home and like the mother. And so a lot of things about like your roots are going to be coming up for you um, and even your sense of security. Um, You may find that you move around June 11th to July 29th or something about your home or how you're relating to your home or potentially the mother could uh, occur around that time from October 20th to December 6th. 13th themes around your partner might be coming up. So you might find yourself dating some, or maybe an ex shows up or there may be something in that area of relationships highlighted for you. Um, or it could be a time where you, you know, maybe there's tension between you and your partner. It also could represent like an increased sex drive between you and your partner. Um, so not there's not like good or bad. It's just this is the energy and it can play out a multitude of different ways depending on your specific chart. Um, so, and generally when I start talking about this stuff, people are like, oh yeah, I've experienced that. Or, oh yeah, I can see how maybe those things would be connected. So an example of how this could, like a literal example of how this could be connected is if, um, for instance, you're having to work at home with your partner um, and maybe you're also... And maybe you're also like focusing on your body or maybe that's affecting your physical body or how you feel about yourself. Like your sense of self and the partner might be highlighted as well as like home and career might be highlighted. So as you can see, that can play out a lot of different ways. And honestly, also if you're a Leo rising, an Aquarius rising or a Scorpio rising, that might have just resonated with you as well. And we'll talk more about that when we get to your particular sign. And then after Taurus rising, 
After Taurus rising, we have Gemini rising. So if you're a Gemini rising, this year, uh, a big theme in your life is going to be the ninth house. So that is philosophy, higher education, long-term travel. It can be writing, but of like a a bigger amount of text. So something more like a novel versus like a blog or you know, poems, um, something that is a, has a bit more just substance to it of meaning of just like amount of writing, length of writing. Um, it can also represent foreigners or things from foreign lands. Um, so, and it can also represent like higher education, wanting to just know more about big pictures. So wanting to know more about other cultures. Um, it also can be like a time where people go back to school and learn and so maybe some of these themes are coming up for you. Um, and the house that it might be playing with a little bit is your own psyche, um, your own self-doubt, how you see yourself, your spirituality. Um, so you may be going through Gemini Risings. You might be going through a bit of a, maybe not a crisis of faith, but a reorganization and a questioning of your faith. Um and also how that represents and how that relates to you as a person. You also may notice um, some influence or tension at some point with the third house as well. So how you're communicating with people. It can also represent your siblings. Um, short-term travel, it can represent your car. So themes around that could be coming up for you around June 11th to July 29th. Um, another big chunk of time um, is October 20th to December 13th when Scorpio is going through your sixth house. There also there could be some some things come up about health around that time, either your personal health or even the health of people around you. It can also be your pets, um, your day-to-day schedule, your routine, and also your place of work, like your nine to five, not necessarily so much your career, um, more of like yeah, the the day to day work that you do that it it may be even more like secretarial work or whatever, but it represents that day to day, the mundane, the chores, the task, um, and it like your schedule. It also represents health and diet, and so you may notice that theme coming up around um, October twentieth to December thirteenth. Uh, I do want to talk, I didn't talk about the eclipses in Taurus's chart, but I do want to bring it up here because it's going through your first and seventh house. So while all that is going on that I just said, you know, you're you're experiencing different things, really deep personal, you know, you're the ninth, twelfth, third, sixth house, those are really personal private houses. Um, and they're also houses of especially the 6th and the 12th. It's it's a bit more of a hidden, especially the 12th, honestly. Um, but it, it's, it's how you're communicating with people, how you're connecting with the world. But it's a lot about you. But then you also have this eclipse axis going across your first house and your seventh house. So, so the subject of you and partnership is bound to be it's probably already being highlighted or you've already noticed it or how to struggle with it, but maybe it just is continuing to get activated over this year. You may end up 
finding a partner during this time. Um, partnerships might shift during this time. Um, and you might come to a place where you're clearing out a bunch of your shit and you're moving forward in your life and your power and making room for that partner to come in. So it may not be that you, you know, meet your partner this year during this eclipse cycle, but it may be that you're clearing and making space for your partner to come in. Um, and if you're already in a partnership, it may be when you're refining your partnership and just, or, or maybe upgrading it or letting go of some things and shifting maybe out of old ways of doing partnership or how maybe old habits that you all have in your partnership. Um, and then we come to cancer and for you, if you're a Cancer rising, the major house for you is going to be the eighth house because Aquarius is in your eighth house, which is the house of debt, taxes, other people's money. It's also intimacy. So all of these subjects are bound to come up for you over the next three years, but really this year. So this would be a really good time to focus on paying off your debt, getting your taxes in order, also maybe looking into investing and learning really about how money works and diving into intimacy and not just romance and sex, but like true connection with another human and you know, maybe your blocks around intimacy, your fears around in intimacy, also lots of fears and like subconscious um, programming can come up during this time that's being asked to be reprogrammed. So you may find yourself reprogramming thoughts around money. You may find yourself reprogramming thoughts around intimacy. Um, but for sure, these subjects will be getting highlighted. Um, so I would highly suggest if Cancer Risings, if you're in a place to do it, uh, financially, get a therapist, get a life coach, get a healer, whatever resonates with you, because you're probably going to have some ish coming up this year. Um, also, may be great to get a money coach uh, or work with a financial advisor. That could be a really powerful thing to do this year. Um, you also may have some tension from your community and your friends around this time. It may not, you may just notice that there's some sort of tension between, or you notice there's like a correlation between money, debt, taxes, and your relationship with society and your friends. So it may be that like a friend borrows money and doesn't give it back. Um, it may mean that you realize that your mindset around money is being hindered by the people you're connecting to. Um, it may be that you start talking about money more to your community and you start teaching about money. Maybe you're already really awesome at money and you start teaching about that to your friends and society. Another house that's going to be highlighted is your own finances. So you may see a boost in your finances or an increase or even maybe a hit to your finances around June 11th to July 29th. I, again, I can't predict what that's going to look like. It's just going to be a charge of energy. If you want to know what that looks like specifically for you, please book a reading with me. I'll be happy to dive into a little bit more about what I see happening around that time. Another house that's going to be highlighted for you is the fifth house, which is creativity, pleasure, romance, play, also children, creative expression. 
So this is a really fun house. Um, and again, it's going to be, and you're going to see how it's connecting with this idea of taxes, debt, intimacy. So that that's an interesting tension because the, the these are both the houses that rule sex. So definitely around, and this in this uh, around October twentieth to December thirteenth, which is a very Scorpio. There's some um, some of that energy in there. Um, sexual time. You there likely will be that will be a theme for you. Maybe figuring out what's the difference between sexuality and pleasure and true intimacy is there a difference like where is the crossover how am i experiencing one and not the other do i think one's okay and one's not um do i have a balance of both of those those all may be questions that come up for you uh my cancer risings and then also um the eclipse cycle is going through your sixth and twelfth house so I had this one, I had this sixth, twelfth house eclipse cycle in the last one. And it's it's it can be a little rough, especially to your mental state. Um, so cancer risings, just just to just to help yourself out, if you can afford it, like I said, go go get a therapist, go get somebody to talk to, because there's gonna be a lot of things coming up for you, um, potentially around your own mental health and physical health. So take care of yourself. Um and get support because I, I see this being a this can be a really transformative year for you where there's a lot of breakthrough and there's a lot of progress, but it's not going to come without some work um, of being willing to look at what's below. So I'll just keep that there. Cancer Risings. If you want to book a reading, learn more about that. Hit me up on Instagram or the website in the bio. And then we go to. Leo Risings. And I talked a little bit about Leo Risings earlier. You guys are lucky because I'm a Leo Rising. So naturally, I talk, used my chart as an example. Um, so our big house, as I said earlier, is going to be that seventh house, one-on-one -on -one partnerships, marriage. Uh, but again, it can be partners uh, in business even. It can be your clients. It's that balance and that connection one-on-one -on -one with another person. And so that's going to be really highlighted this year. And then also your career in tandem with that. And it's going to be squaring. Uranus is going to be squaring your seventh house over the course of this year, as it has been for a while. But as Jupiter and Saturn make their way through that house, we're going to get some exact powerful charges of energy between your career and your partner. So it may be that you go into business with your partner. It may be that... You, because of the partner that you're with, you have to move or something happens around that. Or you may notice that just that's those two things are tied together. And again, this could be a business partnership, especially that 10th, 7th house tension there. I can definitely see this having something to do with business um, or a boost in the clients that you're meeting with um, if you do meet with clients one-on-one. -on -one. So I see this playing out lots of different ways, um, and it probably will have a lot of all of them. You might have like a touch of, you know, romantic partnerships, a touch of business partnerships, a touch of, um, or it may be one area is super, super highlighted, and then the rest are, you know, mum's the word. So, but also the houses that are going to be a big focus for us this year, important focus for us this year is our first house and our fourth house. So our first house Again, that June 11th to July 29th period, we're going to maybe see some of that uh, 
the highlighting of our ourself and our own individuality and our even our health and how that relates to our partner and how that relates to our career and how that relates to our clients. And so you may have like a surge of energy that you put towards your career and you put towards your uh, partner, um, you put towards your clients. It could be that you also um, realize that you need to be taking better physical care of yourself. I mean, it could be that your energy is impacted negatively and you have to put up boundaries and find a better balance between you and the people, other people in your world. Um, Also the fourth house. So and that's um, the house of home, that house of your early conditioning. It's the mother. So I think I use this, and I said earlier when I was talking about Taurus risings that the Leo, Scorpios, and Aquarius risings may also resonate with the idea of like living and working with your partner and that being a major theme over the next two to three years and how you do that, you know, that equal give and take, that equal balance. So for all of my fixed rising signs, we're, it's going to look different for all four of us. If you're a Leo rising, Scorpio rising, Taurus rising, um, or an Aquarius rising, however, those those themes are still going to be dancing with each other over the next year and also really three years, but we're specifically talking about this year. Um, And then the eclipses are happening through our fifth and our 11th house. So you may notice that you are focusing a lot on your friendships right now or your friendships are growing, your community is growing. Um, Your own creativity and self-expression is getting cleared out and getting looked at and even how you feel about children. If you have children, um, it could be, you know, moving on from some preconceived ideas around your own creativity, your own abilities, um, but really looking more at connecting with others for your your creative connection and yeah so it's it's a that those are kind of some of the themes that are being brought up and then we make it to Virgo rising so if you're a Virgo rising Aquarius is in your sixth house so the big subjects for you are going to be around your health your day-to-day life your schedule your pets um it can also, your work day to day, it can also be if you have people that work for you, if you have employees, this can also represent that. So this is going to be a really impactful time around just your day to day time and what you're doing to take care of your body, what you're do. are you paying your bills? Are you staying on top of things? Are you, you know, and if there are health issues that maybe you've been ignoring, you might all of a sudden realize, oh, I can't ignore that anymore. You may just also all of a sudden start wanting to take better care of yourself and be inspired to do that. You may, you know, start taking away certain foods out of your diet or adding certain foods or just in your exercise and your day to day. So this is a big, important theme for you over the next year and then you're getting you're getting a pressure point a little bit from um your overall philosophy of life and your beliefs and this can also be travel um long-term travel and so you may find that there's some interesting dances between um maybe you 
we're going to go on a trip and for health reasons, you're not able to go or and maybe they're not your health reasons. Maybe you were playing, you know, maybe you work, maybe you travel for a living and you're not able to do your day to day work because of illness like COVID Um or there's just some spur, or maybe you're doing more of it, but it's sporadic, it's inconsistent. Um, but there's just some sort of connection between that. It can also be writing like a novel. So you might start being inspired to write more and to teach more. This can also be a house of teaching. So you may even pivot in your day-to-day work to do more teaching, to do more health coaching. Um, but you may find even that you're experiencing some resistance of like what you believe to be true about the world and how you're conducting your day-to-day life. And, you know, that micro macro of like, how is what I'm doing in my day-to-day life affecting the world? So you might be asking yourself questions like that. So you can kind of see how I'm, I'm talking about specific energies dancing together and how they might be interacting Um, Another house that's going to be highlighted for you is short-term travel, siblings, your neighborhood, your communication, your errands, even that you're running day-to-day, commerce. It can be technology. Um, And so that's going to be around October 20th to December 13th, that area of your life may be activated a little bit more. So you may have something go on with a sibling um, around around that time or... You may move. You may decide to change neighborhoods. Um, It can be things like that. It could be that you buy a new piece of technology. It could be that a piece of your technology breaks or that you upgrade it um, or that all of a sudden a lot more of your day-to-day work is online. So it can be things like that as well. Another house that's being highlighted is your 12th house. So you may also be experiencing some where self-doubt and where you're holding yourself back, um, that is going to be around June 11th to July 29th. But this can get that area of your life can get highlighted outside of that time frame as well. That's just kind of going to be a peak point. So I wanted to mention it. Um, this can also be your spirituality, your sleep. Um, so you may notice that your sleep is changing around that time, or maybe you need less sleep. Um, you may notice just a charge in your intuition, empathy, just connection with the other, the outside, the the non-physical realm, just more awareness there. Um, and again, that could be a theme that's coming up for you around this year. So I'm interested to hear how maybe those four areas of life, you know, your day-to-day, your day-to-day work, your overall philosophy, maybe your neighborhood where you're living, how you're communicating, maybe. So, I mean, this could be like starting a podcast around spirituality and health. And because of that, you're connecting with so many people from all around the world. So that is one explanation of that energy. Um, Another explanation would be that your day-to-day work is affected greatly because of travel bans or because of, you know, travel restrictions. And maybe this is affecting your mental health, or maybe that is catalyzing you to connect more with your spiritual side, to connect more into meditation. Um, So you you can see how there's lots of different ways that you could combine those energies. So I'm actually going to pause there and I am going to do 
the rest of the Zodiac next week. My energy is draining and I want to make sure that I'm giving a really good read and I'm not just trying to rush through the last six signs. And so I apologize if you are super bummed, but I will I will get that out to you and you'll be able to, yeah, hear about your rising sign. Um, if you love today's episode, if it resonated with you, if you want more of this, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Come follow me on Instagram at I Speak at I Speak Human Podcast. Um, you can also follow my personal page, Victoria G. Stevens, and that Stevens is spelled with a P-H-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S. If you'd like to book a reading with me and get a more thorough explanation of what's going to be going on for you specifically this year, use the link in my bio, head to my website, we'll get that set up and we will find out all about what 2021 is going to be for you. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Please share this episode with a friend, post it on social media. If you do, please tag me so I can thank you, express gratitude to you. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, hit me up. So excited to connect with more of you. More people are starting to follow my Instagram pages and we're getting a chat about astrology on there, which is so, so fun. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye now.